When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Back on third down and four. Screen out to McCaffrey. Blocked by Burford. Ten. Cuts back inside five. McCaffrey all the way to the goal line and in. Touchdown! San Francisco! Back to throw. They're going to throw it and try to run around. And they get it to Wilson. Wilson throws it back to Flacco. Flacco, you don't want him to have it. He throws it to another one of the young men. They're going backward toward the end zone. And this one is over. It's taken by the Dolphins, and it's safety. They bring four. Pickett throws it down the middle. Touchdown, George Pickens. Pickett to Pickens from 31 out. Empty backfield. Brown's going to throw from the end zone. Hit and brought down. Throws the ball. The ball comes out. Recovered for a touchdown. Puts his foot into the ball. It's going to be short. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. Hey, good morning, everybody. Monday morning on Coffee and Cream in the morning alongside Damon Benning. Morning. (laughs) That wasn't a very enthusiastic morning. Oh, man. You know, listen, I'm ready to roll, man. It's it's work. It's what we do. It's actually, a lot of times it's not even really considered work. The hard part will be condensing fitting everything in man it's, it's so a, much happened this weekend a lot, it a lot of, on friday a lot, a lot going on we heard from marcus satterfield we heard from tony white we'll get into some of that we'll talk to sam McEwen at eight o'clock he had some good pieces on both of those stories a lot going on in the nfl Sats, say he's just like you think he is i wondered right just because i've you know talked to him like at school and at in different settings right. other than at a presser, it's ex- it's about exactly what I thought. <laughs> Buckle up. Right on the menu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. and uh, I think you uh, you can see a lot of that in Tony White, too. Yes. And, and with Sad, I, you know, I think you have to be pretty secure, right? He, he, he may talk to you a little reckless at times, <laughs> say some <laughs> things that I just don't think he's going to be like this wordsmith that's going to mince words. I think he's... We're going to try to set a clear expectation, and, and I mean, I think that's how he's going to talk to you. So I think part of having some success here at the quarterback spot will be the ability to take in and receive information and keep it moving, right? Because it may not be, hey, man, how was this morning? You good? Anything I can get for you today? There may be a little bit of that, but my man likes football, and everything is a competition. Everything is a competition, so – 
We'll see how that plays. We'll talk week 18 playoff picture. We'll talk Nebraska basketball and their overtime victory against Minnesota. We'll talk Creighton basketball as they dropped a close one to UConn. Just tons to get to. We'll speak with Jim Duggan, the father of Max Duggan at 745. Again, Sam McEwen at 8. Brent Soboleski. Got that right, Shaner? That is correct. One that. down, one to go. And then um, we still need to <laughs> check on the pronunciation of Mark's last name because I want to be exact when I get it right, but um, I believe it's Weiser. Weiser. Talking dogs. Go some, dogs. Some Georgia Bulldogs. That's at 840. So a packed show. We'll try to get into everything. But before we do that, everybody have a good weekend? Good yeah, weekend? Week, weekend was good. Shane, what? Well, Shane was uh, Shane had six. Was it sixteen hundred views? Shane, two thousand views. How many on views? the Rubik's cube? No, I mean, no, that <laughs> my man lost a tire <laughs> driving around. He hit a Grand Canyon-sized pothole. I saw that. In case but you I haven't been here long that, enough, or put together the Rubik's cube, you know you're going to get a few of those. So drive and proceed with caution. How many views was that for that fixed tire, Shane? Uh, Twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Wow. So not quite. That either. was interaction or views. Views. It's pretty good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well. People I'm, care. Cost him 200 bucks. Would you advertise like that? 12,000 views. To <laughs> totally worth for it. For 200 bucks. I'm, a, I'm without a car for six hours. But, oh, man, that was worth and it. And you know what? You happen to be in good proximity to uh, a place that could help you out for, with your tire sitch, right? So, Jensen Tire. I was so, literally about three. I was about eight blocks from there. Yeah. Free, I just drove free, right there. Free shout out to a non-endorser. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. What you weren't supposed to do was mention who that was, but good on that. Well, they place. did a nice job. I mean, an hour and a half too, right? Got in, got hour out. Hour and pretty a half, much. got in, got right out. They, uh, they Shane only, method. They that's only, not bad. They that's only called really my car. Good. They called my car Mitsubishi, which it wasn't. So I mean, they did a pretty good job. <laughs> so it is <laughs> a, it's a, it's a, it's a Hyundai, right? Hyundai, yeah. What is it? Hyundai. Hyundai, like mm-hmm. Honda or Hyundai. Hyundai. Not a Honda. <laughs> Hyundai. <laughs> it's Hyundai, isn't it's it? It's Hyundai. Yeah. How do you say it again, Shane? Hyundai. It's not a Hyundai? What is it? What are you? How do you say it? <laughs> it's a Tiburon. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not talking about the golf course in town. Um, it's, a, it's a Hyundai Tiburon. Oh, God bless Shane. He made you special. What about you? Uh, my weekend was cool. It was it, packed with high school basketball. Yeah, and youth. So... Cool thing was my and, and Caleb, Miller, Westside played Millard North, so normally it's go to one school, quick, get to the next. This one was easy because we stayed at the same school. Micah played Friday night. Caleb played Friday night. Uh, uh, my played Northwest on Friday. Then they played – two schools played each other on Saturday and was a big one, and, and uh, Micah had a tournament. His I Have a Dreams Hoops Classic down at the field house where we saw some good basketball. So uh yesterday was was pretty chill, right? Because uh my little guy's team didn't it is a tough tournament and they were second in their they were second in their pool so they didn't get a, a Sunday game. You were it's a three game guarantee. They went two and one and didn't play on the weekend, which is rare. I just it's just a tough tournament. And then uh um, they went up to 118 building, got some shots up, and uh, I did a skirt steak and some smoked shrimp for fajitas. So he chilled. Sounds like a very a lot, game. lot, lot of basketball. I I forgot how much I don't enjoy being in gyms all day. 
But it, it, it's cool, the bleachers though. Bleachers aren't the most comfortable seat. And I and I sit in the same spot in almost every high school venue. It's, Where's that? It's a. It's usually a corner behind one of the benches, preferably the visiting team. This so less you can I, chirp because you're a huge chirp. Yeah, I didn't say one word except I sat with Coach Lamangi. Uh, he came to the Westside Motor game, so I sat in the corner with him. Close to the close to the door. Very much so. Yeah, you're, you you that is you in a nutshell. Very much like, so, hey, but you know, I didn't like. I didn't. I, I didn't, need to know my exit strategy. Didn't say much of uh, much of anything. Well, it's a, it a good weekend of of uh, high school hoops, and that's it. Let's start walking. Get my little thirty-five minutes in. I new have year's this new you. I don't know about that. I just kind of want. I want to. I want to. So I always have different things that I like to challenge myself with. One, you know, one year I may want a two-pack. One year I may want to. I don't know. It just depends. You know, one year I, I may want like cake. one year. One year I want. I may want to like be able to go. I may want to be able to hit a, a heavy bag for 12 minutes mm-hmm. or nine minutes or something like that. doesn't seem like a long time. No, it is. Three. <laughs> three's One minute's a long time. Three's an eternity. <laughs> so, like, I mean, you know, it was, uh, it was Operation Chill. The weather wasn't too bad either. I, I'm not a hurry-up-and-get-winter-over guy. So that I, I enjoy, like, the cold weather. You're getting some sun for the heliotropes, so they'll be cool. You know, some people need sun. And I don't want them struggling. So, but I, I, I like the weather this week, and I'm good. I found myself in the ER on Saturday. What happened? So Ashley, Mary Kate and Ashley, <laughs> woke up hunched over, Mm-mm. and with ex- an extensive amount of pain down by her groin, uh-huh. like on the right side. Yeah, and uh, we worried it was her appendix. Yeah. So we went into the ER, and fortunately, it wasn't very packed. Normally, when you go to the ER, it, you're rolling the dice, right? It could, Saturday morning? Uh, yeah. Yeah, mm. early, maybe even early afternoon. Okay. So at this point, we're partially through the day. Yeah. You never really know what you're going to get. And we went to the hospital over in Papillion, signed her all in. Like, you know, I don't like hospitals. She doesn't Shout like hospitals. I don't think a lot of people like being at the hospital. Uh, so, you know, a little bit of anxiety there, got her all signed in, not really knowing what's going on. Um, took her to the OB room and they just ran a CAT scan. They did a, um, oh, MRI. No. Um, Uh, why can't I think of it? I don't know. It, it, they did a CAT scan and then they did an ultrasound. Okay. I knew it started with a U. I didn't Um, know. Fortunately, it wasn't uh, the appendix. She had a cyst burst in her oh. ovaries. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Right. So, um, <laughs> TMI, I guess, for some of our listeners. Yeah. So, like, I guess I should have had hey, a disclaimer out good, there. Good, good Monday morning to you folks. I should have had a disclaimer out there. Is she, so, she's cool? She's cool now. Guess how you beat something like that. Um, I had one removed from my hip. Is it rest? Essentially, it's Tylenol and, and you know, you just kind of time. Tylenol yeah. and time. I yeah, think I, had a, I had one removed from my hip. This is early 2000s. And it, it looked like kind of the, the head of an eraser. Mm-hmm. But by the time Dr. Herter pulled it out, it was like an eyeball. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stuff happens. So, 
it, it's interesting though, because for the weekend, so that was right dab smack in the middle of, or probably the end of the Creighton and the Nebraska game, mm-hmm. and you're at the hospital. Yep. So that that game was going on, following it to a T, and then boom, hit me with a curveball. We're at the hospital. Then it's the start of the Chiefs Raiders game. Yeah. And then we were still at the hospital for the evening game. Disres- disrespect what the Chiefs did to the Raiders? Yes. <laughs> In <laughs> regards to Ring Around the Rosie? Dude, that was wild. They are just playing with their food. That, I mean, that, is, <laughs> you know that was... I, mean? I don't know if I call that cocky or just weird. So at, <laughs> at the high school basketball game, you could just see people like looking at their phones and they're talking to one another. Because <laughs> Queen looked at me and he goes... Did you see what the Chiefs just did to the Raiders? So then he shows me, and then I had to show Coach Lamangi, and it's like, oh, wait, there's a game going on. But I was floored. But if you were at the hospital early Saturday afternoon, you missed both games between mm-hmm. the local teams uh, of Red and, and Blue Nebraska, of Nebraska and Creighton. How about the runs in those games? Like yeah. if, you, if you went away for like four minutes and you came back, the score was drastically different than when what you first yeah, saw. It was, like, it was seven-point difference, it, and then was, all of a sudden it's a two-point lead for and, your team. Yeah, and then you know Creighton makes a run. Then UConn makes a run. And in Nebraska-Minnesota was a game of many runs, like M-I-N-I. And I was just thinking, wow, just the, the spurt. And she made me laugh, too, because she's on she's on the table, and she's like, Andrew, I knew you wanted to sports bet today. Why didn't you find a hospital in Iowa? And I go. Were you looking? I go, no joke. I looked up some hospitals in Iowa, but then I'm like, no, she's the priority. You like, can't, I can't. You contemplated it, though. I did. I, I low-key contemplated she, she, it. She's, she's got she's her so hands funny. full. It, it was cool to see if you start with Nebraska. Just their ability to withstand, right? Because – and that's a game they had to have, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got a brutal week coming up. Uh, it'll start with not Illinois. a very good Minnesota team. No, and you you had to win that game, and I think uh, you withstood some things. Uh, you you corrected a little bit of what ailed you against Michigan State. You were you had gotten pummeled on the boards. Minnesota rebounds the basketball well. You found a way to to hold that down uh, and dominate the glass against. Those guys, D-Walk was, was the man. Sensational. He looks like a running back every time. He, I feel like I make this comparison all the time, but he doesn't look like your standard big man down low. Just he throw, gets the ball at the elbow. And he's throwing dimes, too. He finished right. with like seven assists. But he's just he tucks the ball, and then he doesn't even look when he throws it off the glass. It's almost muscle memory for he's, him. He's so crafty around the rim because he's a below-the-rim player for all intents and purposes. And he's not your biggest big man. He's but wide. He is, he's but he is thick and strong. He, I love how he uses his shoulders. you know. And now he's, he's showing you the ability to turn over either shoulder. Because when you can do that, because he's pretty good with his left hand now, too, finishing around the rim. Uh, that, that was a good one, and they needed that one. And it sets up for a late – is it an is it an 8 o'clock tip against Illinois? It's a late guy. I, I mean, that's kind of late in Lincoln. I know the fans don't love those games, but I, I'm guessing PBA will be rocking for that one against Illinois. So – uh, I think Nebraska needed that one, and they did it with some resolve after kind of a little bit of a lackluster performance, at least in the first half against the Spartans. Right. Credit two things there. The team's resilience to keep rallying 
even after the three by Minnesota to send it to OT because that gets overlooked a lot. Oh, yeah. When, it, when a team puts that ball in the net, you, you, you're thinking you're going into OT with all the momentum, and how do you shut that down? So good on the Huskers to kind of come out right away and insert their dominance mm. twice. And then the team's offensive ability – settling for the best look almost every possession on the floor. I they never had a forced look. Man, I thought it was cool, too, because – and you see this happen at the at the lower levels a lot. Like, and just so happens I saw a ton of it in, in, in youth and in high school. One end of the court doesn't didn't affect Nebraska's other end of the court, right? Bandamel didn't shoot it well, but I thought he was fantastic defensively. Um Shoot, C.J. Wiltshire didn't even get any shots. Well, he did. I think it was he, he was 0 for, mm-hmm. 0 for 3, maybe something like that. He wasn't getting any shots up. He makes some good plays late. Vandermeer's ability to guard, share, and distribute the rock. Like I like the fact that one end didn't affect the other for those guys as they found a way to get her done. I like also Jawan Gary's play he's so re- he's, he's really coming along, isn't he? Like, that's one of those things that you could just see coming. Jacob Padilla and I were talking. This was probably a month ago, maybe maybe a month and a half ago. And uh, we were talking about minutes and bench minutes and where that they were going to come from. And, you know, he's talking about how he liked kind of Gary in that particular role because it was well-defined. But you know what he's starting to show you? A little bit more offensive versatility. I don't know if they expected all of that, but uh, starting to really come around. And how about, speaking of corrections, how about them knocking down free throws? That was the next point. 16 of 21 on the day from the free throw line, which in a game that's 81 to 79 by games end in overtime, you miss one free throw, you're not there. Yeah, yeah. You're not there. Coach Oiber crediting the lab, the free throw lab. You know, you put the – you put the little, uh, which was weird too, because he had to call down to, to Jake and Kent. I think Mill Heisen is fantastic. Kent gets a ton of love because he's KP, right? I mean, he's the man, legendary. Mill Heisen does a really good job, but anyway, he must have been in a different part of the arena live because I was, you know, I love. Did I tell you I love press conferences? <laughs> I just like hearing what coaches say. Anyway, um, he was calling from a different part of the, the arena. Uh, and he was talking about being in the performance labs, just working on mechanics. You know, you get the little, the little, it's kind of whatever it is, those deals that they put on you to make video games. Oh, yeah. Like, so, um, so you get the little pads on you, and they're watching motion, engaging balance. And listen, when, when D-Walk is hitting free throws, the lab works, <laughs> right? I mean, he came in as a 40% right. shooter, which brings the whole rest of that free throw percentages down but those guys made free throws i mean walker was four of six i love the he's a 40 percenter that's I love pretty good announcer reactions too for when big man big men i should say yeah. that don't hit free throws on the regular end up hitting one that <laughs> looks really good and they're like oh wow that was a nice stroke remember, and then the second one just bricks off the back iron remember i'm uh as a lakers fan so i don't know what you're talking oh, about yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, yeah, what, I didn't see that man, i didn't see that a ton there. with shaq what big man over there uh, spent, like, what, hours on end in the gym after practice shooting free throws? I, well, wasn't he the type of guy? Well, I've, I've seen a few. Watch, so I had to watch Eldon Campbell. I had to watch Shaquille O'Neal. In regards to Shaq, wasn't he the guy that didn't leave the gym until he hit, like, yeah, X amount in a row? Yeah, and remember, Shaq tried everything. Mm-hmm. He tried putting it just in one hand. He tried shooting it regular. We went a little underhand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
Hey, whatever works, man. You know, throughout his career, he got better. And then uh, Creighton ended up – you know, that was a weird one. Yes, it was. Because, you know, we, it always goes back to shooting with this team. Like, if they shoot well, it's going to be a good day. If they don't, then they're going to struggle to win, and it becomes, you know, a, a game that you lose by single digits. And early on when Kalk and Nemhard got into foul trouble, that's when things really started to change in favor of UConn. They finally started going on some runs. I think they ended uh, the first half on like a 13-3 run. It may not have been the, the exact ending to the half, but I know that at one point they were on a 13-3 run, and they didn't have an answer for Sonogo down low. Yeah. And d- during that stretch alone, think about missing Kalkbrenner and then having one of the best players in the Big East, the preseason player of the year uh start just having his way with this with this blue jay team follow that up with poor three-point shooting i think their first triple came 19 minutes into the game their last one came with 17 minutes on the clock from shireman uh okay and because i think only shireman and reef mm-hmm. had the sharif had the two right. threes right because they ended up going two of 16 but how about only six shots for Kalkbrenner though i know he only played 30 and i say only he only played 32 minutes. But relatively speaking for him, I mean, because you got the sense he was kind of working his way back. They it's a just, different UConn team. They didn't get a lot of – how about the crowd? God, they were – they were. I mean, I get it. It's home crowd. It's it's Connecticut, right? But they were annoying. Nothing <laughs> else to do in Connecticut other than It's like, holy – I mean, just – you could just eh, – obnoxious is too strong of a word. They're just fans being fans. But the, the – the jersey tugging and the high f- – I mean, on a loose ball. And I was like, oh, man, these guys walked yeah, into a, high a school horn- student section. They walked into a hornet's nest with UConn coming off uh, the losses. But nothing came easy for the Jays offensively. A lot of tough, off-balance, cont- contested shots. It's obvious that when the top five are not in the lineup – Creighton struggles. Yeah, but and, you and don't. how do you figure through? How do you figure through that? You, Creighton will never win a game in which, if you if they're gonna make, they make twenty shots. You had five assists mm-hmm. on those makes. That is, I'm completely now, with now, you. Now, it's, when, it's like when they you when you tu- when the five are on when you when you turn the ball over thirteen times or or whatever it was that is. It was just so much dribbling and contested shots. It was, it looked disjointed from the start. It, it just did not look smooth. Although they they did get to the foul line. How about all the whistles early? Was that crazy? Mm-hmm. I I didn't know who what, Connecticut what, what, was going to be able to play. Well, it started with UConn, right? And then it was the and then it was, it was, the was like game. I don't know if like uh, I don't know if Hurley like got in the but it immediately turned on a dime. Because I'm like, God, you guys are going to have three starters going to the bench with, you know, two fouls. And and then it started to rack up for Creighton. And I'm just thinking, this whistle keeps blowing incessantly. And it it was disjointed from the start. Neither team shot the ball well in the second half. No. Which is what kept the game close. Close, yeah. But think about what happened. Did, did you feel good when Creighton went on the run? I think That's they took the lead, 44-42, something they, like they that. They went on a 14-2 run right out of half. Right out of half. And that's what happens when you have your five on the floor. Yeah. But it's about making things happen when you don't have all five on the floor. So and my, I don't know if they can figure that out. I don't know if they have figured that out. I don't cheer for UConn. I don't like UConn. But watching 
the Big East all the time. I'm a big Andre Jackson guy for them because he's a good player, and he can't and he Didn't does things other either. than score because he he basically he can't shoot. So they don't really, they give him all sorts of space and he knocks down one shot, but he gets a lot of hustle plays. He looks rough. You know, he looks like a guy He's that, a very scrappy player. Yeah, I and I and I think in it's games like that, man, that that's what that's what the Jays need, but got a chance to get it right and what's going to be an ultra tough Big East. Goodness gracious. Coming up next, what to make of the offense and defense next year for the Huskers. But before we do that, the poll question, Georgia minus 13.5 or TCU plus 13.5? We'll start there.